the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Earnings and economic data will be light this week. President Trump is still at Walter Reed Medical Center. We expect to hear plenty about this in the coming days. Had a car parade last night that seemed to make Twitter explode with its brain. Last week, the SP 500 caught a bid and bounced after four negative weeks. Okay. Would you take that on a regular basis? Four down, one up. No. Can we grow? Can we grow or can we go green? Grow green? Go green. Can we go green for two weeks in a row? Ladies and gentlemen, place your bets. <clears throat> S&P 500 uh, is up 3% year to date. Okay. I can work with that. <clears throat> Today, we are celebrating that the world is celebrating. I always have to try to craft my words as intelligently as possible, and sometimes I don't. Dow rises 250 points on optimism about Trump's health and new stimulus deal. Markets have been awake now for 30 or 40 minutes is probably the right way of saying that. I don't put a lot into an up and down on a day. It's just not my thing. The trend, like I said, four down weeks, one up week, uh, that's not acceptable in the short term. But the short term is we had kind of a midterm overbought if you can kind of pick up what I'm putting down there. Dow's up 250. That's up about 1%. The S&P 500 is up about 1%. The Nasdaq's up about 1.4%. Probably telling you big tech is leading the way. Yeah, NVIDIA is up 3.4%. Ooh. Snowflake, everyone's favorite IPO, up 4.5%. 10-year Treasury sitting at 73 basis points, saying we're more optimistic than we were last Friday when we went to bed. And it was, you know, 67, 66 basis points instead of where it is right now. 73 basis points. That's a pretty big tick up. Apple sitting up about 1.6%, a little bit more than the mark, but not not huge. Huge, as my friends would say. Um, NVIDIA is in the news everywhere today. They're talking with Glasgow uh, SmithKline big drug manufacturer about coming up with new technologies to find drugs. Then they're out with a press release that said, here's a multi-year plan to create a new kind of chip for data centers. It'll aim at siphoning off more of the functions from its chief rival, Intel. Chips with limited features will debut in months, while full-fledged versions are planned within years, two years. So NVIDIA is saying, we have a new semiconductor. And it may be totally different 
than the CPU architecture, architecture and the GPU architecture that you're used to. NVIDIA chips have long, 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 long been used to improve video games. So if you see a video game today, you're going, well, that's better than it looked a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. NVIDIA has been there the whole time. So now they're trying to figure out more artificial intelligence uses. To me, NVIDIA's announcement today feels very heavily influenced by uh, press release. That's, that's fine. That's not a bad thing to do on occasion, tell the market where we're going. There's not a lot of profit there yet, but there will be if we go there with them. <clears throat> White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows told NBC News, the discharge decision will be made later today between the president and his medical team. In one of the headlines that jumped out this morning, President Royd rages on Twitter. I think it's a shout out to Twitter more than you know your political affiliation either way. The fact that Twitter is the story there to me tells you Twitter probably loves this president. He's been very good to the company by making it more of a news source that you wake up and see stories about. Trump didn't go on NBC. He didn't go on CNN. He didn't go on Fox and say, you know, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. <laughs> he made something like 17 call-outs to vote for him, 17 different reasons. So the headline story is that he was roid raging because he's taken a steroid that's used for severe symptoms of COVID. I've taken steroids before for various ailments, typically inflammation, right? And I'll tell you, they do kind of make you a little crazy. I don't know if the effects are the same on everyone, but oh boy. Uh, did my emotions flare in different directions? Yes. So, okay. I think all of this points to we're probably looking at a positive market in my belief tied to the fact that stimulus is coming by the end of the week. I'm not all that concerned as far as person, as far as stock market, Rob, stock market, Rob, isn't all that concerned about Trump's health. I'm not all that concerned about the election. We've been through various elections as a country. Am I concerned there's some short-term drama tied towards <clears throat> the stock market actions reaction to if there is election day results that are challenged. I, I think that's a given at this point in time. So too many Democrats are voting by mail. And if the Republicans don't win, I think it's challenged. It's interesting, though, because you can make a case for the elections that the Democrat states are taking the science of COVID more seriously than the Republican states. I don't think that's controversial of me to say. And you could say that one will go to the polls in larger numbers while one will stay at home to be safe in large numbers. And probably the Democrats' biggest fear right now is it being challenged due to mail-in votes, even though they're committed to mail-in votes. Primarily is what the story is being crafted as. <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting, interesting 30 days. 
So uh, stimulus is the, the thought of the day at this point in time. Jim Cramer said on CNBC this morning, there's hope on talks between Secretary Mnuchin and Speaker Nancy Pelosi that are going on right now. The jobs report that came out on Friday highlighted the urgency for further coronavirus stimulus. I think the lawmakers want to be lawmakers, and part of their job is to try to keep us as employed as possible, because in theory, those taxes pay their salaries. Maybe I'm just oversimplifying it. But even Donald Trump on Twitter of the weekend said, work together. I'm going to use his dying voice. Work together. Get it done. Oh, did you see the Joe Biden impersonation Jim Carrey did? Um, that was, how shall we say, lively? Entertaining? As far as an impression goes, I was like, whoa. Pretty well done. Anyway. Google it if you haven't yet, because you'll be cool at the water cooler later today. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app. I'm in school just so you know where your news source is coming from that I don't know what to believe. I can tell you when I go to a hospital, I always downplay it for family members because I don't want to make any focus about me in the world. I just don't know what to believe. And that's that's just the way, where I come from with it. I know that I lie when I go for medical procedures. Like, ah, I'm okay. I once had a snoring issue that they decided to like clean up my septum and take out my tonsils. And... It was pretty serious. It was the first time in my whole life that I had to stay at a hospital for uh, overnight. And it's a horrible, horrible. You don't feel good about telling people in the world, oh, I'm in this this, this, this uh, sleeping situation where I can't get out of my own bed. Okay, I fixed my snoring. Get off my back. <sighs> but um, I wouldn't recommend surgery for anyone. Anyway. Um, Twitter posted videos this weekend of Trump talking from the hospital, and there was kind of this controversy. Look, he's signing a blank piece of paper. Is he really working if it's a blank piece of paper? But again, the story from Wall Street is Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I can't make that, like, I can't pound that too much, can I? I, here's something we have to be ready for and we have to grasp and understand. We're, we're aiming for stimulus at the end of this week. Otherwise, we're going to be disappointed. So Wall Street's looking for that free money, the, the money print, so to speak. Turn on the presses and print it. We'll be smiling on Wall Street. Your 401k will be close to a record all-time high. That's the thought. I could be wrong, but I think that's what we're laying down. Because if we don't get the stimulus, then we're going to start dealing with real stories like Cineworld. They have uh, a lot of movie theaters in the United States and the United Kingdom. They're going to close its U.S. and U.K. theaters this week, leaving as many as 45,000 workers unemployed. There was a massive collapse in the film world this year. I'm not a Black Widow Marvel Avengers superhero fan. I'm not a James Bond to live another day. Billy Eilish is doing the theme song. I'm not that I'm not a movie guy. Do I watch them? Yes. 
Um, I saw one last night on Netflix. I'll tell you about later in the show. Yeah, it was really good. It's one of those international films that they bought. That it, it, I had a funny thought while I was watching it. Um, I wonder if uh, they even saw this before they bought it, or was it just a Sundance Film Festival, and they liked it, so they put their thumbs up on it. Anyway, Cineworld is going to close its UK and US movie business. So that is a ramification. This is going on a long time. I read a lot of interviews with local businesses who were like, we still have to do our permits and we still have to pay our, our, our leases and we, we're dealing with insurance issues. And even on my Facebook page, I reposted, here's a local business. It's a bowling alley that they're trying to save the bowling alley. And the only reason that I want to save it, because if, if it goes away, more condos and townhouses are going to knock it down and put it in. But I'm kind of nostalgic. I, I'm not a bowler. It's interesting. My highest bowling game ever was a 277. And when I tell that to people, they're like, wow. And uh, I think I, it wasn't with bumpers. No, that's your first question. But I'm not nostalgic about bowling. Um, but how about movie theaters? I'm a little nostalgic about movie theaters and like some of the institutions in our neighborhood, I, I don't want to see go. Cineworld, the world's second largest cinema chain, said it's going to close its business theaters. The company said reluctance of studios to go ahead with major releases such as James Bond films. Said it had no choice but close 536 Regal theaters in the United States and 127 Cineworld and Picturehouse theaters in the UK. I think that means they're not coming back. Movies including the Wonder Woman 1984 or slated for a Christmas Day release. Um, they said operations may resume, but they're not even going to play this game. I find that to be the reality of what Wall Street should be dealing with. If things are going straight to Netflix or things are going straight to Disney Plus, like the movie I saw this weekend was on Netflix. Um, it, 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 it's telling you we're not back to normal. I, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. I hope so, because this is what Wall Street should be dealing with next. After stimulus, even when we get, let's say it's 500 billion stimulus, we're going to go, yay, and we'll digest it, and we'll either go high or not. Let's say it's 800 billion. Let's say it's 1 trillion. Let's say it's 1.2 trillion, 2 trillion, 3.2 trillion. Once we get that, Wall Street will digest it, and it'll be done. It'll be a satisfying meal. Will it take us 10% higher or 1% higher? You get the idea. After that, though, we're going to get back to like, huh, movie theaters aren't opening back up. I used to work at a movie theater when I was in college, my first summer of college. What a job. I think I saw the ending of Top Gun probably 150 times because I was the guy who would come in and pick up the popcorn buckets after a movie. So they send you in so you can open the doors and make sure everyone knows time to leave. This is the way out. Um, I don't think I've ever told that story on air, but I've seen the ending of Top Gun. Oh, my love, my darling. You know, <clears throat> Tom Cruise 
drops the quarter in the jukebox. And it's funny to think about quarter. <laughs> this is before internet jukeboxes, which is a thing, children. There used to be real records. Uh, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. You will never, ever, ever have a career in singing. Um, I can hit some good highs when I sing. I can hit some good highs. I got a little Freddie Mercury in me. Now, do I? can I carry a tune? Not at all. That's all I'm going to say. I'm shutting up. Um, but yeah, so movie theaters look like the reopening play should be the stock of a, a movie theater. The reopening play should be the stock of an airline or a hotel. But we're not reopening. Fr Paris, France. Paris, Paris, France said, we're, do we're going to severe lockdown again. They're at critical level. Now, Europe is raging with COVID-19 again. You might remember back in March, April, and May, the United States are like, we're, we're kind of dodging a bullet. Yes, it hit Seattle. Yes, it hit San Francisco. Yes, it's ravaging New York. But we felt we were like dodging a bullet. And Europe was going through like, everyone in Italy is out on their balconies and everyone is dying in Italy. Italy, they've got bad air there. They tend to smoke a little bit more. They've got respiratory issues in the first place. They're an older nation. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app. I was born with not a rattle in my hand, but a, bit, a joystick. Keep in mind, Atari joysticks were very odd things. They were kind of had a square bottom, a pole sticking out of the middle. It had a little bit of padding in between the stick and the base. It had one button that you can hit only so hard, only so many times, and it would eventually wear out. And that was a horrible weekend when it did. Technology was always my thing as a child. It was fascinating for me. And to this day, I'm still intrigued by it. So I just did a whole shtick on movie theaters, closed it down. That upsets me to no end. I wasn't a Mario guy. That's the weirdest thing about me is I didn't really like Star, Star Wars or Star Trek. I like something called Space 1999, which you could watch on the BBC on um, Amazon Prime right now for free. It's awful. I tried to rewatch it with my kids the other day, and they're like, Dad, uh, we're leaving the room. And I get it. I get it. It's awful, but that's the kind of kid that I was. So I just did a horrible piece talking about, like, if we don't get stimulus, and once we get stimulus, we're going to move higher, but we're going to digest it. Um, if it looks like Biden's going to win, we're going to get excited for infrastructure stocks because we think the Democrats will probably put together instantly a couple trillion dollars, throw it into improving our roads proven our uh, bridges, our airports, and that'll create jobs, and the jobless number should go back down to 4%. If Republicans stay in power, we'll digest that as that happens, but typically it's good for stocks in the mind of the stock market. So we're building a case right now that's optimistic either way. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Short term, though, we do see some reality that things are, are not working with things like a movie theater saying, Come on, we opened back up for you for Tenet. We we tried to open back up and where are the movies at? And last week, Disney and oh, Time Warner said, we're not, oh, no major Christmas releases this year. We're pushing everything to spring next year. I'm summing up, but that's what it looks like. 
everything is now at one point in time it was shifted 90 days and then it was shifted six months now it's shifted one year there's no reason to go to a movie theater right now because nothing's playing that you haven't already seen the movie theaters that are open across the united states some of them most of them are like replaying classic movies so okay so i've been negative on that and i started talking about being born with a joystick finish your thoughts rob let the uh what is the what is a attention deficit disorder drug? So I don't know my pharmaceuticals all that well. I want to say Ritalin, but what if Ritalin's not in? What if Ritalin's for like crazy people? Oh, the Joker! What a movie! Saw that this weekend, but that's totally digressing. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by that. And again, you're like, you mean the one that came out two years ago that Joaquin Phoenix won an award for? Yeah, that one. Just got around to it. Sorry. Like I said, I'm not much of a movie person, but anyway, video games. Bored with a joystick in my hand. For the past six months, nothing has shown up on time. Pandemic pushed back sports seasons. The pandemic pushed back the Olympics. The pandemic has pushed back major film releases. The pandemic has pushed back, put off, or canceled trade shows. But there's something that's still marching out on time. Microsoft and Sony's next console. And through the years, entertainment eyeballs have shifted. You know that they've shifted away from ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. You know that they were going to shows like AMC's The Walking Dead. Or you name your favorite channel on cable. It could have been HBO's um, Sex in the City. It could have been HBO's uh, Game of Thrones. So for years, there's been a shifting eyeballs there to premium TV. And then there was a set of shifting eyeballs to my kids. Didn't even watch, my kids have never watched a TV show. Not totally true. My kids have probably watched two TV shows in their lifetime that they cared about. They weren't Sesame Street kids. They weren't anything like that. But Stranger Things is one of them on Netflix, just to give you an idea. Eyeballs have shifted. Their eyeballs are more so on YouTube and finding content there than their eyeballs are on broadcast airwaves. So the Xbox coming out on time and the PlayStation coming out on time is, again, a set of shifting eyeballs. This weekend, did I sit there and watch 10 hours of football? No, I, I played some video games yesterday. They're entertainment. They're, they, they take me into a different place. I like doing them with my kids in particular. Because when you can talk to your kids while you're in a squad, it's pretty it's a pretty good father-son moment. Anyhow, the next generation machines arrive. They're coming quickly. They went on sale in was it early September? Early September, mid-September, 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 late September. And they instantly sold out. Now I'm starting to hear rumors that Microsoft is going to let out some more of their package to uh, people who have been loyal to them. That's interesting. Uh, <clears throat> loyalty has its perks, no? Next generation machines are coming and Americans are stuck at home and the movie theater business is saying, there's no movies coming out. You might as well find something else to entertain yourselves with. Do you remember when your father had no clue what to get you for Christmas? for Hanukkah, for Kwanzaa, and he'd get you a stocking stuffer, like a gift card for a movie theater. Like, thanks, Dad. Thanks for all, thanks for actually putting in the thought that I care. That uh, you would actually take a moment or two to get me something other than a gift card. My dad was big in the gift cards. 
the U.S. film box office is valued at $11.9 billion. And I'm sad that we're losing it. It's being postponed by one year. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go. No, 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 no. You know, there's a movie, a documentary on, I think it's Netflix or Amazon Prime right now. That's all, it's, it's old time commercials. It's kind of fun. But anyway, I'm digressing. So the video game industry, the movie theater industry, the movie industry is 11.9 billion, right? The video game industry is 45.6 billion right now. Video games, 45.6 billion. Movie theaters, 11.9. 45 billion, 11 billion. 45 billion, 11 billion. If, if you think this kid's on radio right now trying to pump video game stocks, I'm not. I'm just telling you that's the math. It's a pretty significant moment for the industry that they're coming out with two new consoles at Christmas. Now the consoles used to be what called are called loss leaders. So they would have so much technology in them that it took Microsoft and Sony a year or two to make their money back. And they typically did it from licensing the, the basically the technology to video game makers like Electronic Arts and Activision. And out of nowhere came take two. Um, that's basically it. They're the three movie producers, Electronic Arts, Activision Blizzard, and Take-Two. Now, again, 45 billion to 12 billion in movie theaters. Those are the guys. Those are the players, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and there was a story last week that um, Sony expects a premium game to cost $70. So they're pricing an extra $10 into games. So the industry is going to make even more money. Since Microsoft launched the modern video game cycle with its first Xbox in 2001, Activision, Blizzard, Electronic Arts, and Take-Two, their stocks have returned 1,700% versus the S&P 500, 330%. Whoa. And a new round of councils is launching now. Whoa. And they figured out pricing to be more profitable. The first day that Rockstar Games, which was owned by Take-Two, sold Grand Theft Auto roughly eight years ago, it pulled in over $750 million. The biggest, most awesomest movie of all time, it took that on for the record. Nothing has ever pulled in that much money in one day. It takes weeks and months for movies to pull that off. So I'm going to be paying attention again because people like you or your father or your uncle or your brother, someone doesn't like me because video games are stupid. Oh, Mario's a plumber who jumps up on turtles and collects digital coins. Good job, Mario. Do it again and again and again and again and again. And you're going to be an idiot. A idiot. We are called that. There's a horrible song called Pac-Man Fever in the 1980s. Yes. Um, late 80s. Microsoft just agreed to spend $7.5 billion to buy the company that makes Doom and Fallout. Both those games came out when I was in college, roughly. I'm 25 years removed from college. 
franchises have an appeal. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, but I'm trying to be positive this this um, segment. Because last segment I talked about how negative the movie theater chains are and how that's sad and that's a reality. Did you ever go to movies on Thanksgiving or did you ever go to movies on Christmas? <laughs> right? You're, you're going to miss that this year. There's no... Jim Carrey is the Grinch. There's nothing to do. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app. Back when paper statements, I mean, they are the law in the brokerage industry. And they didn't really move to PDFs and email until maybe five, seven years ago when there was a push, strong push to like replace that paper statement but you used to get your monthly statement you're like i don't know if i want to see this you know some months some years you're like i'm not i'm not going to open that this month pretend it didn't i didn't lose all that paper money fascinating i'm 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 looking at the news with my eyeballs while i'm talking on radio to you and the image of trump in a mask and a SUV being driven around Walter Reed is just like, is this really happening or is this a movie script? Markets opened higher and guess what? They're moving higher and higher and higher. If you use a protractor and you were to study the angle of growth, you're like that, that's kind of like a 20%. Like that's looking good. Like we're, by the end of the day, we're going to be way higher. I like the arc of that angle. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so we're, we open positive. We're, we're marching higher, like steps. It's nice to see, but again, the jobs report that came out on Friday wasn't glorious. It, it wasn't. It, it was filled with problems. So why we're marching higher is Nancy Pelosi and Steve Mnuchin talked over the weekend about stimulus. One of the things my job is to, is to point things out. Movie theaters, airlines, they're job cutting right now. They're not job creating. Where are we creating jobs? Electric vehicles, video games, healthcare, not restaurants. Have you been to a restaurant since the pandemic hit? And you're just like, it's weird. Like we're getting used to the idea of waiters and waitresses and safety masks. (laughs) I just want to acknowledge that. Constellation brands sold 5 million cases of hard seltzer. White claw. And truly in 2021. Huh. They want to double their capacity next year. Constellation is going to likely add new flavors to help broaden the portfolio choices. Corona hard seltzer has climbed to the fourth largest hard seltzer brand in the United States. It holds a 6% share of the market. One thing you got to know about companies like Constellation brands, Coca-Cola, Pepsi. 
is that when you go into your grocery store, there's probably eight brands. There's eight companies supplying 90 plus percent of that food. There's very little like San Mateo Bakery. That's going to be a division of the Wonder Bread people in your grocery store. And the Oro Wheat is going to be a division of one of those big companies. And the bread next to it is going to be a division of one of those big companies. And that's it. Nestle, Constellation Brands, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, they dominate distribution. And they can go into a store and say, hey, Bud. That's the store owner. His name's Bud. Bud the store owner. For lack of a better story, I'm sticking with that one. Hey, Bud. Um, we'll give you a case of Coke with 5% off if you carry this, this hard Corona seltzer next to it. We'll give you a cutout with a beautiful woman, and she looks like she's happy because she's got a seltzer in her hand. And the guy who comes in the store is going to say, I want my woman in my life to look that happy, so I'm going to get some Corona hard seltzer. Constellation has sold 5.5 million cases of Corona hard seltzer since the pandemic began. People are forced to drink on Zoom calls instead of happy hour at a bar, instead of getting a coffee at Starbucks. We're day drinking on Zoom calls. Wait, wait, you're day drinking? I didn't say that out loud. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's what my father always said. Woo, yay, come on down. Fantasy of mine. Fantasy. There was a speaking of weird Netflix documentaries. There's one on the prices, right? Some guy became so good at pressing at at figuring out the math of of showcases. He went to like hundreds of tapings, and people would look at him, and he would give the exact answer, give or take, you know, two or three dollars. Was he cheating? I know you're saying there is a Prices Right documentary about cheating in America. There, there kind of is. So we let's not get our police forces correctly calibrated to the social media world. Let's not do that, but we can do a documentary for sure on the prices right in America's cheating. Yes. So hard seltzer sales have surged 199% to 3.6 billion. Wow. That's a category that didn't really exist two years ago. White Claw is law. Uh, I think it's fewer calories, and it's it's kind of like infused with a kind of type of vodka. I don't know my hard seltzer well. Um, I think that's the easiest way to explain it. It's It seems like a, a cleaner version of, of alcohol. Again, I don't know to be sure, but I can tell you this. When you grow a category that much, and like White Claw and Boston Beer have 75% of the market category. C- companies like Constellation Brands are going to say, uh-uh, we want a piece of that action. Hard seltzer, sur- hard seltzer sales have surged 